With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at RepcoService.com. This is the Classic Cars Corner with Malcolm Owens for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. Welcome, Malcolm. Uh, it's time to slide open the doors for Classic Cars Corner. It's nice to have you actually here with us. Thanks, guys. It is so bright in here. Look at it. It's like the midday <laughs> sun's bouncing off Matt's forehead. And normally, yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, don't you don't you start, pal. You're sitting on top as well. And then when you've got the other bean over here. See, the annoying thing is there is actually literally a light that is there that's pointing right on me, Bont. Yeah. So if you actually look in there, but anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll push on. Steve's, Steve's just staring us through a Skype screen going, what are these idiots talking well, about? He's the one but, with, um, the, with the thickest head of hair among the four, the three of us, four the, of us. The silver fox himself. But Healthy look, head. We're not here to talk about follicles. We're here to talk about classic cars as investments because obviously, look, there's no secret about it. Last year, pretty tough year for a lot of people. Some people might have had to, you know, get rid of some collections. And now the world is opening up just ever so slightly. We we're getting back to normal. And now is the market gone up or what's it looking like out there, Malcolm, for anyone that might want a classic car? Well, it's pretty interesting because in our last um, segment last year, we were talking about the effects of COVID and, and what it was doing with, um, with prices. And, and it went pretty nuts for a while there. And we know that the new cars went down, but secondhand cars went up. Mm-hmm. The classic cars, um, yeah, people are paying silly money for stuff at the moment. It is just mm-hmm. unbelievable. So if you've got something that you've had sitting in your garage for a few years, might be time to dust Cha-ching! it off, turn it over, and uh, oh. put it up on, uh, on a marketplace or one of the other... Um, sites because you just might be surprised what you can get for it. I mean, we saw that um, right now the, the bank finance is so low that you wouldn't even put your money in, in anything to do with uh, just cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are still a bit scared about stocks because of uh, the effect of COVID on companies. And um, I think the, the lockdown, particularly in the southern states, really made us feel that um, there's probably some opportunity to be a little more self-focused. And we haven't been spending money on overseas trips. No one's been spending mm. that 25 large to go over to Europe or to, or to mm. the States. So people started to look towards classic cars as an inve- as an investment. Now, I'm not a banker, but I'll tell you, if it's, it comes up to putting a few dollars in, in the bank or maybe getting a classic car that you can love and enjoy and mm. actually use, mm. and then in a few years sell it and make some money, I, I know where I'd be putting my money. <laughs> so quick one, Malconi. So obviously, Is that to cover your... Bump from uh, Mrs. Malconia. Is, is that what that, that, that was for? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but like, but, but you, you actually raise another good point too about about last year as well. A lot of people use that as time to catch up. So mm. anyone that might want to, you know, restore a car that oh, I don't have the time to do this and da 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 da. All of a sudden, you're stuck at home for about a hundred odd days. You got your car sitting in the garage or in the shed somewhere. Absolutely. Good I mean, time to do it. Yeah. I spoke to a number of a number of people from Repco and Bursons and all that kind of stuff. Their businesses went through the roof, particularly doing delivery. Yeah, because freight didn't go down. Yeah. So you might actually, the, the, the car that you were probably sitting on going, oh, look, I'll get to it at some point, do it up and then hopefully turn a profit, might now be on the market. 
Yeah, and and like I said, people are playing paying silly money for for the old classic cars. You know, the stuff like the old Falcons, and of course, you know, the the ones that have been used in racing have a, a rich heritage. And of course, Stevie J getting out his XDs pushed the price of that up. Um, but <laughs> thank, well, thank you, <laughs> especially as you are in receipt of a white XD Malconio, yes, which, as I understand. So thank you, Steve Johnson. Yeah, Bye-bye. thanks, Steve. Um, <laughs> no worries. So the, because this is. We're going to have some facts. So what I did is I had a look at some research and there was some research done late last year in the, in the UK and they found that um, affordable classics, so we're not talking the Ferraris and the Lamborghinis because that's a, that's a separate category completely, but I'm talking about your sort of fifteen to $25,000 car that over 10 years they've on average uh, increased in value 97%. Whoa. So second only wow. behind um, shares, ahead of property, ahead of gold mm-hmm. and... Um, it's actually been a really good investment. And if you know what you're doing and you know what to look for, and some of the cars that went up particularly is um, some strange ones. The one that went up the most, and this, again, this is in the UK, and you know, some of them are a bit crazy over there, but uh, 1961 Volvo P1800, that, that went up 283%. A Volvo? Yeah, but the cool-looking one, the P1800. Hang on, Fins, let, me, let me stay again. A Volvo. Is there a cool-looking Volvo? Yeah, there is. There is. There's a very cool-looking Volvo. It's a great-looking car. But, of course, there's also situational things. So um, if someone dies that, you know, like the guy was playing Simon Templar in the Saint, where that was the car, so mm-hmm. that, that does it. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. When, when Enzo Ferrari died, for example, the cost of the Ferraris all went up. So mm-hmm. there's a whole lot of factors in there. But there's some other cool stuff like um, Mazda RX-7. So we know that all, all the Mazdas and some of the old mm. Japanese stuff has started to go up. And um, that went up over 200%. And even in Australia where we look, I mean, I'm looking at cars that were selling for under 10 that are up now pushing 15 to 20. Wow. But, but going back on, you know, things like uh, uh, cars from other iconic things, it's all like, for example, like I'm a big James Bond fan. Every time that a Bond movie gets released, everyone starts looking up Aston Martins from DB5s to the new Vanquishes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's just all of a sudden, it's like people, a light bulb goes off in their head and it's just like, hang on a second. Got to have one, got to have one. I, I remember this. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and it's yeah. you're right. So it's little factors like that, that it's not just what's the oldest car I'd like to keep it in my garage, but you've got to watch these other factors, don't you? Although on that, um, just the other day, boys, I saw a Lotus Esprit, a white Lotus Esprit, which was from a Roger Moore That's John, it. James, uh, Bond. James Bond yeah. movie. It was a Die Another Day, maybe, or no? Uh, um, it, I think Cap- it was um, for your eyes only. For, yes, it yeah, was. It was for your eyes only. Well, no, and couldn't this, go underwater. It can't go underwater, can it? No, it can't go underwater. <laughs> yeah. It didn't have the fins, but it was only like forty grand. Yeah, I mean the Lotuses aren't, aren't expensive. But you know it, why? Do you know what Lotus stands for? Lots of trouble, usually serious. I was about to say, I was hovering over the dump button there. I was just like, hang no, on. No, 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 no. Lots of trouble, usually but, serious. But the point you make there, Matty, is, is, is very, very good because pop culture is really drives it. Like you look mm. at a DeLorean, for example, arguably a failure lasted one year, but because of the Back to the Future. And mm. one would have think, you know, DeLoreans were made in 81. If they'd lasted to 85 when the movie came out, it could have been a whole different. Yeah. Um, and comes with a boot full of cocaine. So that's always pretty good. <laughs> and you've got... <laughs> You've got some others, like the early Mustangs, John Wick, Fast and Furious, the Bullet Gone in 60 Seconds, um, VW Beetle from even the Herbie days. We had the, the 67 Chevrolet Impala from Supernatural, if you remember that. At the time mm. when that came out, they were selling for about 5000 bucks. That took it up to fifty grand. Wow. Everyone wanted one of those black Impalas. So talking about pop culture, though, like 
uh, you've got to remember too, like time obviously goes very, very fast. And while those movies are classics, there are other, like from my vintage, things like movies like uh, The Italian Job where with the Mini Coopers. Of course. You've got, um, you know, the Fast and Furious series that have got things like, you know, Lancer Evos and uh, Nissan Skylines that are now pushing 20 plus years old. Mm -hmm. And they're not making any new ones. So going what you said about DeLoreans, Mal... They're going to get less and less to buy, mm. and more and more people are wanted as time goes on. And that's exactly right. And and the value of classic cars is dictated to by a largely about scarcity, um, uniqueness, and what's interesting. So um, if you if you're going to look at a car like a standard Falcon that there's you know thousands and thousands, they're selling for two to three thousand. But as you get on to twenty years and thirty years, where the Falcons are few and far between, the ones that are still around are looking good. And nostalgia is a massive thing. Mm. There's pop culture. I saw the XB Falcon on Mad Max. Um, I was one of those when I had a kid and everyone's got the story. Oh, I had one of those. I <laughs> sold it for four grand because it had a bit of rust in it. Wish I had it now, of course. But nostalgia is huge. And what that does also with classic cars is it starts to move into the modern classics, which I really call the 80s and early 90s because as you grow up with them, 20 or 30 years later, you've got some cash. You can go back and buy them. You find the one that, you, that, the one that got away. And as I mentioned um, previously, you've got some some of the Japanese cars too that really no one wanted, but now some of the older Corollas, the mm. um, uh, even some of the some of the more modern stuff, you know. So so maybe the brown on brown Camry might be a good investment. <laughs> I, was, I was just about to say, how much longer do I have yeah. to wait before the my Camry, before hey, the Camry gets to do with his Uber business and his yeah, Uber delivery? Exactly. Hey, Mal, while we're on that, I'd just like to know your opinion on like red convertible Peugeot 306s. Have they gone up much? <laughs> no, um, because they, they tend to be pink by the time, you, after a few years. So I sold it for a profit, Stevie J. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you, you know what? To someone talking... in Oxford Street in Sydney. <laughs> you know what? He got, a, he, he got a given to him and then he sold it for a dollar. <laughs> yeah, correct. Uh, I tell you what, there's two things I want, uh, Malconio. So while you're doing your research and, and searching around for things to, to, to buy, um, if you if you ever find the same van that was in the opening sequence of the Banana Splits, <laughs> I want one of those or an, a, a GMC A Team van. Yes. I want a GMC. Oh, the A Team van, yeah. the black and red, yep. red wheels. Yeah, yeah, driven by the, BA Baracus. You got to put the wing on the back on yeah. the top of the roof, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bad attitude, Baracus. That's what I want. We'll put a we'll put a uh, a mohawk on you, Nimsy, and you can drive it. I was about to say, he'd <laughs> be in the Scooby Doo mystery <laughs> machine. We can put enough uh, red stripes on that one, but. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. That's what I want in my garage. So, so we're getting a couple. Uh, sorry, Malcolm, uh, off the text here. The classic, classic car market is not the only thing that's gone crazy lately. Even the model car market has seen a thirty to seventy percent increase in asking prices. Wow, that's yeah, yeah that's hundred percent. How good's that? I mean, again, there were so many things from from COVID that we never expected to see. And thank you for sending that in. Uh, number ending nine nine five. Mm-hmm. Put your name on it if you wouldn't mind. It says actually COVID tax at its best. Even the Exedos, the RS five thousand uh, five hundred Sierra sold this week for three hundred and sixty five k. My goodness me! So that's an old race car, an old Cedo mm. race car. That's that's quite incredible. And one uh, from Dino from Boleen. Thanks for texting in, Dino. Uh, boys, the Camaro in Better Off Dead, Cusack a Cusick movie. Dino. Good on you, Dino. I don't know that movie. Better off Dino, dead. not Dino. Dino. Oh, Put sorry, your Dino. On. Yes, I didn't know. I didn't come to him, Melbourne with my glasses. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out, Stevie J. And so, now that we're now that we've got cameras here in the studio, I am not going to look at the screen and 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 squint like I'm a five thousand year old bloke. So, mean. Dino. Oh. Sorry, Dino from Boleyn. Good on you. So that's oh, why. That's... Just getting back to what you're talking about there, Matt. Just cutting through that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So what what you see is now is is that movie movies are getting cars placed in them. You know, you, you see some of the um, BMWs getting placed yep. in the latest Bond movies. Mm-hmm. Very very clever to do that. Put the money in to have that sort of co sponsorship with the mm. with the Audi. movies. Adding yeah, in the Audis, Iron Man franchise. Yeah, there's, there's there's heaps of those. So the thing that you need to do is if you see a movie now that's coming out and going to get some popularity and it features a car, that I, sometimes it's a great idea to go out and get it. Like one of the strange ones is the Ford Anglia from Harry Potter. Mm. Like those have gone through the roof in terms of value. Oh, I mean, dear, and I, dear. I think it, I think just the movie may just tweak something in people's memory. Oh, I had my dad had one of those. I used to see them, used to see them on the road. So. And the thing, if, you, if you're really interested in it, I mean, there's another whole segment here just, just telling you what to look for, originality and, 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 non, and not modified. We can, we can mm. talk about that later. But if you, if you watch the car sites and you watch the auction results and you start to see some things move, um, there's some very, very cheap, good cars out there at the moment that I think in five to 10 years will be, will be worth a lot of money. And if you focus on some of the Australian produced stuff, they're not making any more. <laughs> Um, the engines are, are big. That's what people are wanting. They're w- concerned about what's going to happen in the in the next ten years. You know, twenty thirty. They're talking about not having uh, internal combustion engines anymore, and it's all got to be electric. You oh. see, all of the makers going to that. Shh. People are going, oh well. Don't say that. I see cars aren't going to be any good then because you're not going to be able to get the petrol. Of course, mm-hmm. you're going to be able to get the petrol, and in fact, people will want them more, so that'll push the prices up. You know, uh, it, it, we always seem to. It seems like this is planned, but we always seem to mention Dandy Volks every time we get a <laughs> But uh, I remember my, uh, an old friend of mine had a, um, a VW Beetle that still used to take Super as the petrol. Yeah. And obviously, because Super doesn't exist anymore, mm-hmm. you'd have to buy the additive so you can then put um, you know the unleaded petrol in. So, I always, so you're right, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Even though we're going you know, hybrid or whatever the hell it is, what the future's going to hold, you're still going to be able to run these cars. Someone will find a way. There you yeah. go. And uh, Jimmy from Model Glen has texted and said, how much are 200, uh, 2012 Ford Rangers selling for? Well, I just had a look-see on, uh, on Cars Guide here. Off you and, go. Uh, yep. 10 so there you go. No. <laughs> oh, it, depends. 20, it, depends on, it depends on if it's a uh, two- or four-wheel drive, too. Big, big difference. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I've been on this. Jet's obviously got his learners, and I've been looking around, and Stewie, Stuart Stewie Lanham, Lanham yep. Yep, has helped us out from Lanham Ford, and he's, he's, he's said, mate, give us some trade-in or something, and See, he's got a little he's got a little car there that we, uh, we're we going to do up for Jet, so it's good, a little BT50 So you're sponsored. You're drive. sponsored by Lanham Ford, so I'll, I'll mention McAllister Motors. I'm sponsored by them. <laughs> do you want me to just call anyone, Will Brown, anyone, and we'll get a plug for cars yeah, galore absolutely. in Toowoomba? <laughs> Tommy, if you need a car... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so good on you, Jimmy, from uh, Waddle Glen. Not too sure about that. 10, 12 grand, 14 grand. Uh, and Deno, mate, I apologize, apologize for getting your name wrong there. So good on Stevie Johnson for uh, for picking me up on that one. And good to see you listening to the show with a Johnny and a Coke. Good work. Good <laughs> Love you. And Johnny Coke. and a Coke. <laughs> uh, and it was a four-wheel drive too, by the way, fellas. Just letting you know. Thanks, Jimmy. Uh, so what, what would that be? Jimmy, what would uh, Jimmy's... I reckon You're half a car it depends, on how, it depends on how many Ks and stuff it's gone on. It's going to be somewhere in the vicinity of 20 to 25K. And they've gone up oh, 30% Nimsy just, Nimsy just said, buddy, 12 grand. Well, that's no, what, that's for that, a two-wheel that's drive. A dodgy one. That's what an yeah. old car guy's here so. Oh, yeah. he forgot to mention that it didn't have a motor, that one. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Happy days. Uh, before, let's put it back on, onto track here before um, we start talking about turning this into a buy, swap, and sell. Mm-hmm. But uh, so for any first-timers out there that are thinking, okay, there's never a right time. I've just 
you know, barely got some savings here. What do you sort of suggest, Malconi? I mean, we've talked the pop culture route. We've talked the nostalgia route. Uh What's the best thing to do? Like, for example, for me, do I go hunt down a Nissan Pintara because that was my my old the first car? Things like Datsun 180Bs. Um, Datsun 1600, they're, yeah. they're quite da- a rare thing, aren't cash. they, Mal? That's because John Boston's bought them all, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> big cash. Yeah, but, but anything in that, like even that, like the Datsun 180Bs where you go, oh my God, why would you, anyone want that? You know, there's mm. no power. But the, the style of them is quite nice. The coupes, the early Corollas too, the... Um, 78, 79 Corolla in coupes. Mm. Anything that's got two doors, mm-hmm. um, four-cylinder, unbelievable collectible. Because if you look at it, all of the European stuff, the prices have gone through the roof. Um, the Aussie muscle, I mean, that's the stuff you want to get if you can get it, right? mm-hmm. Aussie muscle, and find something that's a bit unique. You know, Get yourself a Leyland P76 or something if you can find it. Because some of the stuff you look at now, you go, no way, I'm not buying that. But you know, in 10 years, you'll be going, gee, I wish I bought a couple of those. So it's... It's very difficult to pick the trends, but get get something that's um, unique. Mm-hmm. They didn't make a huge amount and um, has got something your going way. for it, even if it's just um, just styling. Because you can always even if it's it. ugly, yeah. There you go. So my mum's Datsun 200B, yellow with a you know dent in the door <laughs> and a hole in the floor. Not going to go anywhere. Uh, and let me just say, Jimmy from Wattle Glen. Mate, we love your enthusiasm. We really do. But no one around this table, apart from uh, apart from Malconio, knows exactly what cars are worth. So we have no idea what a four-wheel drive Ranger with 187,000 Ks to 2012 is actually worth. Take it down yeah. to your local dealer. They'll give you a fair idea. <laughs> but thanks for your enthusiasm. Hey, I'm just going to check my text. Yeah, I'm just going to check my text in case Stewie Lanham's uh, yeah, actually he might have, told us. He might have sent it through. I could also no, go. nothing coming through. But I reckon 25 grand. Well, so, Stephen will pay twenty five grand for it. No, I won't. There you, go, there you go, Jimmy. That's what he's saying. He'll that's pay twenty five grand. So before we before we uh, slide uh, close the doors to the classic cars corner, <laughs> if Mrs. Mac is uh, listening, we all know what uh, Maddie's dream car is going to be. Yes. Oh, jeez. Oh, yes. <laughs> How good Baracus, is that? Hannibal. How- how excited is Mrs. Oh. Mack going to be when the A-team van turns up and Nimsy gets out of the driver's seat? <laughs> with a, with a, with a, with with a, a black texted-on mohawk down the middle of his bonds <laughs> And just a bunch of plastic gold-plated uh, chains and whatnot. And but some muscle in a muscle suit. And then three beautiful specimen of men, Malcolm, myself, and Maddie, yeah. jump out of the back who and were you? save the day. When, you, when we were watching the A-team, who did you want to be? Did you want to be Hannibal? Did you want to be Face? Who did you want to be? B.A. Like, Baracus? Hannibal Lecter, more like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, I was, my my uh, personality and, and my patience was more B.A. Baracus for sure. So Yeah. Although your hair, your hair tells me it was more Hannibal. <laughs> yeah, pop quite possibly. Actually, but then moving along, I was George actually really a Batman fan. Yeah, so I was a Batman. <laughs> really? From the 1960s? Batman. Kapow, ching, all that sort of thing? Or Yeah, yeah, wear yeah. my undies on the outside, all that sort of stuff. I oh, know. Jeez Louise. Anyway, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, this is derailed somewhat shockingly. Yeah, this, is so, so, this is meant to be as always. <laughs> so, Malcolm, thanks for joining us for, a, for another edition of the Classic Cars Corner. That was the Classic Cars Corner. For Kubota. Building Australia. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.